I'm Will James. This is Transmission. People 65 and older make up more than 80% of the lives lost in Washington state to COVID-19. Members of this age group have also had to endure strict measures to keep themselves safe in places like nursing homes and retirement communities. But they've also been some of the first to get vaccinated, and now life is starting to open back up for them. Horizon House is an independent and assisted living residence in Seattle's First Hill neighborhood. KNKX's Jennifer Wing recently spent some time there talking with a few residents. They share their reflections of this past year and what life is like now. It's been more than a year since 86-year-old Chris Swanson has been able to host visitors in her room at Horizon House. Yeah. It's a party, Chrissy. It is. Yeah. It's a party. Oh, it is. So many people. There we go. It's wonderful to see family. Just absolutely spectacular. And uh, I keep, they keep me informed about what's going on. But uh, <clears throat> just seeing them in person, they're like, wonderful. Yay! Yay, family. Chris, or Chrissy as her family calls her, has a wry sense of humor. Her daughter-in-law, Susan, says Chris is living here because of something called CRS. The CRS she came up with as a description of can't remember and you can fill in the S. (laughs) Her family says she's a wild woman in the best way. Earlier in her life, she was a research psychologist. She loves the outdoors. She took bush planes around Alaska doing drug and alcohol counseling and ran rivers most of us haven't even heard of. When I meet Chris, it's a few days after the state allowed assisted living facilities to open up to visitors. She's embraced in a long hug from her daughter-in-law and then her son. This could go for three hours. I hope you have a lot of tape. Okay. (laughs) Horizon House is a large campus with high-rise apartment towers where people live independently in their own apartments and, if needed, in rooms with around-the-clock care. Normal life is returning here. The main dining room is humming again with conversation. The plastic silverware that was being used to reduce points of potential virus transmission is gone. Now, diners are back to feeling the heft of metal knives and forks in their hands. Workouts are happening again in the gym, and friends are getting together and getting their nails done in the beauty salon. It's been quite a year for people living in places like Horizon House. Dr. George Counts has lived here for five years. He's a retired epidemiologist. My specialty was infectious diseases. Before working at the Centers for Disease Control and for Fred Hutch, He worked for an organization we are hearing from a lot these days. I spent 10 years working at the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases under Dr. Fauci. This past year, Dr. Counts found himself stepping back into his role as an epidemiologist. He is part of a health advisory group made up of other retired medical professionals. He educates residents and staff about public health measures, keeping them up to date with factual information about the virus, variants, and the vaccines. This is not what he expected to be doing in his retirement. He was worried that his skills and his knowledge were out of date, but he was wrong. You know, this is familiar. I did this, although it's been 25 years ago, I did this, investigating outbreaks, looking at who spread whom to what, uh, what do you do to prevent the spread from this person to that person. So it was like 
getting back on a familiar bicycle. Last spring, when the virus was ripping through nursing homes and retirement communities, it also hit Horizon House. 83-year-old Anne Brand, who has lived here for 13 years, says residents were updated every day on how Horizon House was being affected. Days and weeks went by and we started doing body counts as well as illness incidents. I thought, oh boy, this is going to be a problem. 44 residents and staff got sick. Seven people died. All of them were people who lived here. And of course, the dawning realization that we could not access family um, was really hard. The isolation is hard on all of us residents who live in a facility like this. If you look at people who demonstrate loneliness and isolation and compare them to elderly relatives who do not, there is increased death from all causes among people who, who experience loneliness. Loneliness is considered by some to be of major public health importance. In England, they have created a minister of loneliness. Yes, it, it is a big deal. And all of a sudden, I began to feel anxious about time lost because most of us here have a shorter horizon about what's in the future and how long we're gonna be here to enjoy that future or be a part of it. And the realization that I'm not gonna see my family, not to feel human contact, not to be there for birthdays and experience the graduation that happened and the um, competitions that I used to go to and all those things, they're gone. And I didn't like that. I thought, darn it, this is not good. And we tried to counter it here by having a group of residents, some uh, led by the spiritual care folks, who would contact residents on a regular basis by phone, just to try to get an assessment. Are, are there issues of loneliness or depression present that they could deal with? I became one of the people who called other people um, who had, we had not heard, of, heard from or seen, or if anybody knew of somebody who might need a, a friendly voice on the other end of the telephone. I, I did some of that, not a lot, but some. It has been a godsend, the development of Zoom. All of the residents at Horizon House were vaccinated against COVID in January. When I asked Dr. Counts what it felt like when he got vaccinated and which vaccine he received, I could see his eyes crinkle up at the edges. His mask was hiding a big smile. His answer wasn't what I expected. I received the Pfizer vaccine. However, it turned out that I had already received a vaccine. Dr. Counts had enrolled in a trial for AstraZeneca. He got his shots in November and December and was convinced he had the placebo. So in January, after I received the Pfizer vaccine, they, they could unblind me in the AstraZeneca trial. They did, and they asked me, what do I think I got? And I said, I'm sure I got placebo because I had no reaction whatsoever. And it turns out I'd gotten AstraZeneca vaccine. So 
I've received four injections of COVID vaccines. I've had absolutely no reaction to any of the four, and I've been doubly vaccinated. That's, that's the thing that adds a spring to my step. For Ann Brand, being vaccinated is leading to more conversations about the future. Since we've been vaccinated, the place is absolutely giddy. People are feeling like, okay, now, now maybe this is going to change and I can go back to doing what I love to do and being with the people I love to be with. That ability to stop and say hello and how are you has come back. And tomorrow I'm going to. The, the tomorrow I'm going to has been missing from a lot of conversations for a long time. Enjoy your visit. Since a state ban on outside visitors has been lifted, Horizon House has had more than 200 people come inside to do in-person visits with loved ones. Temperatures are checked. So you'll walk up to it and it'll turn green as it takes your temperature. You might need them. Oh, there you go. Good. And people fill out a questionnaire before they're allowed to enter. Enter your email. However, this is not fail-safe. Recently, there was a scare when it looked like two staff members were positive for COVID. One was vaccinated, the other was not. And it wasn't because they didn't have access to the vaccine. A spokesperson for Horizon House says, as is the case with other care facilities, there is some vaccine hesitancy among staff. In the end, both people tested negative. Horizon House was prepared to shut everything down again to test all staff and residents. This whiplash of fine, not fine, and oh, things are actually okay, it speaks to the delicate state things are in right now with the pandemic. When all seems to be going well, the situation can change if we aren't careful. Transmission is made with the help of the KNKX Newsroom. This episode was produced by me, Jennifer Wing. Florangela Davila is our executive producer. Stay safe. We'll catch you next time on Transmission.